Hello, my friends. Today we're in Psalm 42, and I'm going to read to you Kip Fox's lyrics from The Longest Night, his Psalm 42 song, as I think they just so beautifully capture the spirit of this psalm. Just as a deer longs for streams, there's an ache in my soul to see the living God. When will I find my way home? As mornings turned into night, I've tasted only my tears. My foes are mocking me. Why has he left you here? Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why such a troubled mind? I will praise and put my hope in my Savior and my God. All these memories are strong as I cry out in despair. I hear the sounds of the crowd. I see your people in prayer. I used to lead them in song, echoing shouts of my own. I walked with multitudes. Now I walk alone. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why such a troubled mind? I will praise and put my hope in my Savior and my God. And the deep calls to deep. All your waves and your breakers fall over me. Your love carries me. Through the longest night I sing. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why such a troubled mind? I will praise and put my hope in my Savior and my God. We're in different territory in this psalm. Uh, We're into book two of the Psalms, 42 to 72. Um, And it sounds like a love song. It sounds like Song of Songs. Uh, Chapter three, verse one, all night long on my bed, I looked for the one my soul loves. I looked for him, but did not find him. Um, There's this sense of an intimate relationship with God, but there's also an identification of deep physical need, like a deer pants for streams of water, so my soul needs you, God. Uh, There's also this calling to mind memories of being in a great congregation, but the present state is not that, is not flying high on people's praise. Uh, It's feeling a sense of isolation. Uh, And there's a physical distance that's a little bit obscured by the song's lyrics, because in uh, verse 6, it references Jordan and Hermon's high place and Mount Mizar, which just means really far from the temple. The temple is where heaven and earth meet. It's the centerpiece of a relationship with God in the minds of, uh, of uh, the Israelite people. And, um, and this physical distance from God is mirrored in this uh, wrestling of like being far from God uh, emotionally, spiritually. And it feels worse because it's like there's these enemies that are mocking me because... Uh, also a sense of if you're suffering, then it means that God has judged you or uh, abandoned you. Uh, this psalm is remarkable because it's kind of like the psalmist turns into his own cheerleader. Uh, there's this positive self-talk, why are you downcast? And then this resolute, I will again praise. And there's even a noticing of uh almost creation's praise, the, the breakers, uh, the, the roaring waters, kind of personified creation praise, uh, like in other parts of the Psalms. Uh, this Psalm 
I think has elements of things that we can relate to uh, in these past couple of years, being far from where uh, we want to be, especially if we've been used to a regular pattern of worship and it's been radically altered. And so this deep desire of pilgrims uh, we can connect with, perhaps. Um, But these words, uh, they're not from David. They're from the sons of Korah, who are the Levite temple musicians. Uh, And these words are also echoed on the lips of Jesus when he prays in the Garden of Gethsemane on the night before he's crucified. And he's already experiencing this sense of agony and distance between him and God. My soul is overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. He said to his disciples, stay here and keep watch. Stay stay near to me, friends, because I feel that God is absent. Uh, Mark 14, 34 and Matthew 26, 38. There's a whole lot to offer here and we'll continue it tomorrow in Psalm 43. But for now, we close out with a prayer. God, I need you like I need water. Amen. Be well, friends.